This episode was recorded on the land of the Jar Jar Rung. We pay our respects to elders past, present and emerging. And we'd also like to pay our respects to any traditional owners listening to this episode. Yo, 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 you're listening to the best country creatives in the land. <laughs> wow, that was out of nowhere and I loved it. I've been practising, mate. <laughs> so this is a pretty special episode. We have a very special guest. I won't give it away who it is, will I? Uh, it's the intro, so let's just give it away and tell them that it's Amy Chapman, our producer, oh, stepping well, yeah. into the hot seat to yeah. talk about about our 50th anniversary of podcasting, 50th yeah. episode. Yeah, this is our 50th episode. Yes, that's correct. Yeah, so it's the, almost a two-year anniversary of almost. commencing our journey. One week away from it, actually. We t- dive into a whole mishmash of wonderful topics, and I think you'll be really encouraged and enjoy the listen. Strap in. You're listening to Country Creatives, and I'm not the usual host. I'm Amy, but I do have Reese and Caleb. Yeah, back from a long time out in the. Where have you been? <laughs> out in the world. In the wilderness. <laughs> in the wilderness. Amy, we are so delighted to have you on. I'm delighted to be on. <laughs> You've only been away for two episodes, mate. Yeah. It seems like a long time in yeah. real life, but podcast world. Yeah, you no, yeah. you're right. There's been some reruns of some legendary episodes and some really fun solo episodes we're going to get into. I want to debrief you on how your solo host well, career is going. It's a shame I have to debrief you and you haven't just already listened to it. <laughs> there is hey. a lovely shout out to <laughs> you, <laughs> Caleb. In yeah, there. I, I heard about that and now I'm definitely going to listen to it <laughs> as soon as I can. <laughs> but there is a good reason that we three are sitting here today. There is actually. Yeah. And Amy, you brought up some mad stats and reminded us of this. Do you want to let us know what that reason is? First and foremost, this is our 50th episode. <laughs> That's my contribution there. Yeah, 50 episodes, which I was like, oh, whatever. Nearly two years, 718 days, not that I'm counting. Oh, it's not nothing, but it's not half a century. But then you start looking at the stats of how many episodes the average podcast does before they go, yeah. Yeah. I've got a stat here because you sent us an interesting link, but 12% of podcasts only have one episode. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. As we all know, podcasting has launched into mass adoption or lots and lots of shows, very, very popular over the last few years. But it was pretty surprising for me to see, wow, 12%, only one episode, 174 days is the average length of a whole podcast. So the, the average lifespan. lifespan. Yeah. Yeah. So from the first day they release an episode to the last, the average over it was like five hundred and twenty six thousand yeah. uh, shows, I should say, were in this little calculation that this guy did. Mm. The average lifespan, 174 days. Yeah. Twenty five weeks. And this is according to medium Dan Misner. Is your podcast a mosquito or a tortoise? What do you think we are, crew? Are we mosquitoes or tortoise? What are the definitions? Oh, I don't know. Headline only. <laughs> that you have to judge from there. Okay, yeah, go headline only. We are. Oh. See, I would say mosquito because yep. we're nimble. We're mm. in there, mm. like, reacting. Mm. 
responding, whereas yes. a tortoise is just like... The analogy was based on lifespan. Yeah. But say in general, if we're talking about this podcast, it, I think it's still pretty new, right? Uh, I think it's... We could still be the mosquito. We could, in the grand scheme of things. According to the article, you were completely the opposite of their... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, the turtle sticks around for a long time, yeah. has a hard shell, is resilient. It's the, the slow mosquito. and steady wins the race. And becomes really old. <laughs> it becomes really old. And a mosquito lives for a couple of days or a week. Yeah. But, yeah, hey, I think we're somewhere in the middle, probably more towards the mosquito end. <laughs> we're sticking around and we're having lots of fun and we're hearing from the audience that it's valuable and all sorts of good things. So, yeah, but and we're I not think dead if, yet. And I think if anyone out there has any other animals or yeah, insects yeah, that they between? think that we best align to, just comment on our Please. Instagram page, which Please. is tree underscore creatives, and let us know. Yep. Keen. Baboons. Yeah. <laughs> Baboons. Oh, yeah. Could be anything. <laughs> <laughs> What's the spirit animal? Yeah. <laughs> it's something between a mosquito and a tortoise, whatever that is. Oh, All right. No. What um, have we got to chat about today on our 50th episode? Yeah, I'm keen to to really dive straight into you've done a couple of solo apps now, Reese. How do you think you've gone? Oh, it's been fun. And thanks, Amy, for encouraging me but it actually made me think of a challenge for you to get you to do a solo episode as well bring it because i um did mention in the solo episode mm. that we're surprisingly very different people mm. and we come together and have a show and yeah. talk about stuff in a really maybe sensible way mm. i thought it was really interesting uh so you're saying top- you've become really Unsensible. Is that what the solo episodes are? Really? It's not untrue. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to listen to them. Yeah, look, it, it's been interesting. I'll, I won't dive into any too much deep. There's probably a, a whole episode in the, the, the journey I've been on in the last little while and why I had to take a break from this legendary podcast. But one thing that relates to your solo thing is that I've realised a, a deep appreciation for a co-host and a producer <laughs> because I've launched a business podcast but I've called Remarkable Regional Business, shameless plug. But I realised, man, it's a lot to, to bear as a single host. It's fun but it's much easier having someone to bounce things off. Thanks, Reese, And... Not having a producer on that show, I'm like, oh, holy, Amy's so good. (laughs) So thanks, Amy. You're a legend. No worries. And I think you touch on, I've been thinking a lot about artists and how they work on their own. We all, Mm. and, and entrepreneurs, business owners, when it's your solo business and how much we isolate ourselves because we think we have to do all of the things because we don't have the funds for it or whatever it is. And just that little example about the podcast and sharing the load, there are so many people around you and there's always help. Mm. There's, but it's just getting past that mindset that you have to do it. Oh, all the things, yeah. all the time on your own and not letting people know what it is you need. Yep. That's so true. I reckon that's the reason we're not a mosquito as a podcast and we're still around and still loving it is because there's three of us working on this thing. And when someone really uh, is time poor or struggling, that hasn't come at the cost of this wonderful creative endeavour that we've embarked on Mm. because there's three of us. Mm. And we, Country Creatives, is not me and it's not Reese and it's not Amy. It's all of us put together. Well, not yet. 
<laughs> I've done a few solo episodes and I'm planning a takeover. No. <laughs> and I was just going to add to that. I find personally the accountability to the both of you. Yeah. Like if it was just up to me, I wouldn't have finished editing that podcast tile and yeah. sending it and pro- <laughs> posting it online. But it makes you do it yeah. at, in, at the end. Yeah. You, and I think you touch on something that all, nearly all of our listeners would relate to is – that sense of holding something really tightly, it's so easy to hold it tightly and think that you have to do it on your own for a whole range of different reasons. But creative endeavours specifically because they come from within us and they're so personally linked. That's even, I think that's a continual journey that I'll be on. But specifically over my little break of being on this podcast, I have gone through an iteration of that journey myself in realising that I can't hold on so tightly to Hebron Films, my main gig, that I can't let anyone else input into it and come alongside me and grow and contribute to it. I can't wait to spend a whole episode on (laughs) all of that. But I like now that we're all together for a 50th episode, pretty lighthearted. I want to put Amy on the spot. Oh, yes. Great. (laughs) I was like, oh... We've stuck around this long, but if we want to keep going, we do need to improve. And where's our room for improvement? Um, From you and I, we yeah. just go along. It's all good. The episodes go out every fortnight yeah, and it yeah. all seems yeah. easy for us. We just catch <laughs> up and chat and press the button on here to start record sometimes. <laughs> yes. But Amy, she has to deal yeah. with our averageness yeah. in our learning journey. Yeah. So I'm so like, true. let's put her on the spot and see yeah. if she's got any feedback for us, Great. positive or negative, maybe both. Definitely start with the positive. Mm. I wouldn't stick around if I didn't love doing it. There's lots going on. Mm. I've got to pick and choose carefully Mm. what creative projects I put my time and energy into. So I love doing it. And I love that I'm not here when you record most of the episodes. So the first time I'm hearing it is when I'm editing it. (laughs) And there's just so many times where I just kill myself laughing (laughs) or I'm, I'm opening browser tabs on my internet because I'm exploring things that you've spoken about or links that you've suggested and that kind of thing for my own creative business. I don't think that there's a single episode where I don't learn something or that's important to my creative journey. Oh, that's cool. Um, and I love that. That's really great. Yeah, so there's lots to love about it. And if we're going to go negative, just can you please, <laughs> Reese, just get me the artwork. Really good time frame. Yeah. <laughs> and I think you are both really self-aware. You've grown so much if we listen back to the really early episodes, I have to edit less and less each time. And that's that's so great. Mm. And I love that I know that you don't have a really hard, wide script that you're Mm. sticking to. Mm. So a lot of it's off the cuff and that's not easy. Mm. I've been teaching podcast workshops as part of the Emporium Creative Hub and there's been some amazing people come through. And I'm really big on if you're just starting a podcast, make sure that you have a script that you're following to hold you in place. But I've been really pleasantly surprised with the way that you two can keep things flowing and come to a natural end of episodes. We like go that's full quite circle yeah. sometimes, <laughs> accidentally. Yeah. Yeah. No, well, that feels like a convenient spot to wrap up. Yeah, <laughs> and you know what? I think that not everyone can do that and I wouldn't recommend it for you podcast learners at home. But I love that you – I think it's testimony to your friendship 
and that you know each other very well and so that you're able to go back and forth and create this rich conversation and structure Mm. in your conversations without me being given a two-hour rambling (laughs) audio file to mix down to 40 minutes. So you get better at talking, right? It's great. So keep doing what you're doing. Thank you. What I'm hearing from that is that wonderful feedback sandwich is that we're great. Reese is really <laughs> sucky at our artwork deliverables. Everyone else and is we're great. Good. Everyone else is all good, Reese. <laughs> don't leave me waiting. <laughs> That's great. Uh, I don't know how I escaped from constructive criticism there. I'm pretty sure there's something. But I appreciate that, Amy. Uh, that's very cool. I thought it was a good reflection on starting off the podcast journey, the three of us, and then going back and having tips or ideas for people who are starting out. And we've covered off on a couple of them. Don't try and just do it as a solo person. You've just given us how we've gone about it and how we've grown. But I'm wondering if we can turn that into how people might approach getting better. I still find it really hard to speak directly to camera off the cuff. Mm. But I can speak off the cuff to a microphone. So I'm like, oh, what's? how do I get past that little barrier? Yeah, I think because when you're just talking to a microphone and you're just taking a whole lot of internal thought off the table so you're not thinking about gosh is this um, did I just pull a really weird expression like how do I look am I like blinking too much or Mm. do I look at that right directly at the camera or do I look like yeah exactly you Mm. start becoming so self-conscious of your body Mm. in space whereas this is just a conversation you're looking at people and you can look in different places and Mm. it's there's so much ease in that so your question is how do you get that ease when you're talking to camera let's get together and have a little workshop i've got like a coaching for presentation for camera what are a couple of the highlights that you give people in that yeah a couple of them i've uh, blatantly stolen from other places but one of my favorite ones is the most common question is what do i do with my hands Mm. and the best thing you can do is hold them clasp them at your belly button so, yeah, they're, they're just there, ready Is to go. Is it CEO pose or something? Must uh, have a yeah. name. No, I'm, I should make a name for it. I, I, don't, I don't know. You just clasp them together at your belly button, not interlocked fingers or anything. And the reason that is is because people look the best when they're speaking with their hands. And the only position that's going to be possible is if your hands are free to move. So they can't be in your pockets. They can't be behind your back. They can't be by your side. They can't be clasped somewhere strange you've got to have them free to move subconsciously so that's where you hold them that's a fun little free tip there that's number one the other one is make sure you smile before you start speaking so it's a little one it's people often make the mistake of jumping into what they're trying to say straight after they've thought the thought of what they're trying to say and when you're cutting a video together there's no space in between that that thought and when you start speaking, and it often looks really strange. You're often looking from off camera directly to camera or you're doing something weird. Um, So how to eliminate that is you look at the camera, you smile, you wait a couple of seconds, and then you start speaking. You'll be surprised what that does to how you look and how you feel. Coming off a smile is powerful, actually. There's a lot of physiological psychology behind that. The last one I'll give you, point number three of this impromptu presenting to camera workshop is don't stop. Never stop. 
the biggest thing in when I'm coaching people presenting who are not professionals, some of them never presented on camera before, and they can be self-conscious about how they're going to look or how they're going to sound, is I say, don't stop. You must not stop. The reason being that if someone feels like they are presenting or performing, they'll always be second-guessing themselves in their head. If they make a mistake or if they fumble, even an imperceptible fumble to them is a huge deal. And they'll just stop and go, oh, I messed that up. I'll, I'll just start again. Make a rule and say you cannot stop it'll feel to that person more like a conversation. You imagine if I was in a coffee shop with uh, either of you and we're just having a good old chat and I just stumble a little bit and I go, oh, sorry, can we just pause there? I just want to redo that last bit. Let me say that (laughs) sentence again because I said a weird word. Yeah, yeah, you'd be like, like, excuse me, is there a hidden camera? (laughs) What are you talking about? And the beauty of editing video is that you can edit it. I was going to say exactly the same thing applies when you're being interviewed or talking off the cuff in a podcast or on radio when it's pre-recorded. It's very rarely live. There's always an opportunity for someone to clean it up and then – Unless you're on some really bad reality television show, their intention is not to make you look bad. (laughs) So you just need to trust that you can speak beyond what you think is acceptable, knowing that they'll edit it back to something that sounds great. And the amount of times where people have listened to an episode of something after they've been really nervous that they spoke too much, that they didn't get to the point quickly yep. enough, and then they're like, I didn't sound too bad. And you, you can trust in that, yep. that, yep. that you can be edited down to sound good. And the more that you do that and the more that you allow yourself the freedom to talk, yep. the better you're going to get at doing it in the first instance and yep. then the editor isn't going yep. to have to do all of that work because you're just going to get really good at it. Yeah, I think that's going a little bit full circle into the point that you made Mm. earlier is that you're not having to edit us as much. And it's just because I think that we are getting just more comfortable speaking our thoughts as they come Mm. and not second-guessing ourselves or thinking, am I sounding good? We're just thinking our own thoughts and we're not, for the most part, thinking, am I sounding good? (laughs) Yep. I think there's also not overthinking what the audience wants you to say because the success of podcasts is really uh, about finding the thing that you are passionate about and that you want to talk about and that you know a lot about and that's why people are coming to you and you just you just keep being you, yep. like zero in on the yeah. thing that makes you and really develop that, which is why I encouraged Therese to do his solo episode because yeah. people want more of you. Honest, yep. real, unfiltered, yep. that the more you can be, the better it will go for you. Yeah, and the minute you start second-guessing that, mm. you're going to lose the audience because yep. it's going to sound insincere and yep. you're not going to be happy with what's coming out of your mouth because yep. it's going to feel really disjointed. Yeah, words for life right there. But how do you know who you are and be comfortable with who you are to begin with before you go out on that to put yourself out there, Amy? I feel like that's... That's, that's, such that's a quite a big question. It's like well, that's a life's work, isn't yep. it? Well, you yep. never yeah. stop yeah. figuring that out as yep. you go along. And it's that's where I think all of the parts of our life 
you cannot separate them. They all feed into each other. The more that you're working on your personal sense of self, it's going to feed into the work you do and your approach and your values and all of that kind of thing. Yeah, you prompted me to think, oh God, you know, just being yourself when you're talking is one thing, but then being comfortable to be in your own skin is like the next level to that, which we don't have the answers for right now. (laughs) Um, But if you've been listening, and I know, Amy, you've commented to me before that you're like, you've seen journeys within both of us throughout editing and listening to what we've been talking about. And sometimes it wasn't super confidence that we're like, yeah, we're nailing it. Like, Mm. I know me personally, there's been moments where I'm like, oh, this all is hard and sucks. Mm. And I don't know, is is this me? Is this, where am I at? But still just showing up. Mm. That is you being you, allowing yourself to be vulnerable and go, I don't have the answers on this one. I'm figuring it out in real time. And that's what people gravitate to because they're seeing you try and unravel and put together the pieces just like they are, yep. just yeah. like we all are. And yeah. you're doing it in the the way that only you can through your experiences and way of seeing the world. And that's what's great about the fact that you are both so different to each other is that you can bounce different ways of looking at the world by yeah. each being your own individual selves yeah. and figure it out. Yep. And the listeners get to, all of our lovely people out there who mm. tune in, uh, hi Andre, get to come along for that journey and know, and hopefully think about that within themselves. Mm. Something that you struggle with, Reese. they might be like, well, how would I deal with that? What would be my thoughts about that? And that's why we love hearing from listeners as well because yep. I think having that input, people commenting on their thoughts around things too because – we don't have all the answers. No Nobody does. It's a collective experience and that's yeah. what's beautiful about it. Yeah, I love that. It's really about hearing the thoughts that others have on similar topics that feed into the development of your own thoughts and how you think about things. It brings a different perspective and that's every uh, podcast that speaks about a journey, personal development, learning of any type to do with personal business things, creative things. It's all based around that kind of idea of we want external input that feeds our own internal development. And there's also, you might have heard the concept a hundred times and then it's that one time where someone says it in a way where it suddenly lands and you're like, I don't just hear it. Now I know it. Like I've totally internalised it and I can go out and do the thing now Mm. or be the thing. Whereas before you're just like, yeah, I get it. I get it as a concept. (laughs) Some people call that the 18-inch journey, head to heart. Yeah, that's oh, the distance right. between your head and your heart oh, on beautiful. average. <laughs> yeah. We're bringing can. all the stats today. I love it. <laughs> yeah. I changed the topic. I have volunteered for a mate to MC his exhibition opening in a couple of weeks. I was just going to do a shout that's out. That's cool. Guy. Yeah. yeah. Stephen Stanley. Oh, I love yeah. Stephen. Whispers of the Soul Ooh. exhibition. Yes. Yeah. He's telling me I was running through the the MC list of what's it all about and, and he gave me the whole background. And I'm like, oh, this is cool. He's got a few th- interesting things popping up into there. He's got lots of deep thoughts. There's lots behind the art, right? Yeah. And one exciting thing that we've been brainstorming is like, he's going to have the show on for a week or two before this event, 
which is actually on Thursday, the 29th of Feb. So we're doing an artwork reveal Ooh. where the, sh- the artwork's going to be in the space but covered. And then on the night, we're going to do a reveal, yes. which just is a bit of fun. That but I'm like, I'm going to have to put a game show kind of voice on or like, how am I going <laughs> to play it? Or like, want to well, make it really fun. And Reese, I've got a question about that because it's a gallery opening. I don't think I've ever been to a gallery opening where there's been an MC. No. So what does that look like? What is oh, that? Really? Yeah, really. And I've been to so many. It's really just there's a table with wine and cheese and crackers. But there's always then, speeches. Yeah, but it's, it's usually the artist just gets up and says thanks. <laughs> Clearly haven't been to, to yours. Yeah. How many have you been to, Reese? Oh, I don't know. Maybe the same amount of you. <laughs> no, you're right, though. I think it is fairly – it's usually pretty informal that – the artist might say something that, but then someone might also reflect on the artist's work from a third person perspective. Okay, mm. but I don't think I've, I've ever been to one where the art is covered and there's like this whole kind of process of revealing to it. So mm. I, that sounds really fun. What other ideas have you got? Because you did throw at us last episode that there that you exhibition, pot- yeah, potentially getting a venue where there's exhibitions and things. So. I love the idea of innovating the way that we experience gallery shows Mm -hmm. because there is a a stereotyped way of doing it. Have you got any wild ideas? Yes, I do. They're not very fleshed out and based (laughs) on reality just yet. But regionally, it's hard to generate the same hype or I haven't seen the same hype around gallery exhibitions that you find in Melbourne and other cities where huge crowds turn up and there's all heaps of music and it's a party and it happens very rarely regionally, I think. Do you think that's marketing dollars spent or what's the reasons for that? Maybe there's not a big enough subculture of people who appreciate that particular type of art but also the the galleries in Melbourne seem to have a following of people who appreciate art and there's no place that has that following in Bendigo except for the big establishments there's no one who's developed that crowd who will keep coming back to see all the different artists who come through the doors I don't know what I hear is a gap in the market Reese. Mm. yeah I'm just hearing opportunity, <laughs> opportunity. yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm I would love the idea of looking at what's really working in Melbourne and seeing what kind of elements of that you can take and and then make Bendigo centric? We can't help it, can we? Sit no. around and yeah. it's all ideas. Next thing we've brains. started another business. Yeah. 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 That's right. After every podcast episode, dangerous. Yeah, <laughs> but fun. But then we outsource it. Yes, well, like, yeah, that's no, what we can no, do a whole totally. episode on that, where we can develop the structures mm. for business and, hey, and get other be people of to fun. run them. Yes, that'll be heaps of fun because that's uh, over the a little preview into what I've been working on in the last few months. It's been a long journey detaching myself from the delivery of what I've created as a business and finding people to fill the gaps in delivery. So producing videos, I'm not going to be the one producing videos at Hebron Films. I'm stepping into more of that type of thinking in how do I create the structure? How do I create the process that, that I know works that I can get people that are better at videoing, are better at shooting, better at editing, better at everything, because that they, those people exist, funnily enough. <laughs> people are better than me at a lot of things. How do I get them involved in the structure and the process to take the company to the next level? And I think 
that is a, a process that for an entrepreneur, each of us at the table have very well-ingrained entrepreneurial brains. And it's a lot of fun to move into that next stage of, I think, business journey in thinking bigger picture and going, how can I pull together a team? How can I put together a structure because the value is no longer in what I personally do, but how I approach things. And that can involve collaboration. It can involve other people. I'm not so tied to the one thing. I love it. And I think that's the change you need to collaborate. Mm. It doesn't detract from you and your idea and your satisfaction with having had that idea, nothing is being taken away from you. It is all being amplified. If you bring in other people who can help you deliver, they're going to bring skills and ideas that are going to enhance what you do in ways that you never would have dreamed up on your own. Yeah, I feel like that's really... Someone listening out there, that's for you. We started with a little bit of collaboration, (laughs) gratitude, and we're wrapping up with another point on let people in. Yes. So if you're listening to it and your heart's beating a million miles an hour, it's probably for you. (laughs) I guess that we just naturally came to a a conclusion on this episode. I just want to say congratulations. Thank you. 50 episodes down. Here's to another 250. Yeah, actually, before we wrap up, I think it's really important that we thank the people who've been on a journey with us, who've been listening in too. Yeah, Looking back at the numbers, we didn't actually do any stats on how many listeners we have. We'll put that into another episode maybe to talk about our um, journey as a podcast. But yeah, thanks to everyone who's listened in, commented, given us some feedback. I've actually met a lot of people over the last couple of years who told me the reason why they've listened and or particular episodes that really connected with them and some people they're having revelations about their own creative passions and pursuits because of particular episodes they've listened to and it's absolutely blown me away that's wild isn't it yeah i love that yep shout out to the audience you guys are all legends creative geniuses in your own right and we just want to encourage and yeah support you. We might sound super slick and smooth on the airwaves. We are just normal people. That's one hundred percent. I guess the reason why I say that, maybe not one hundred percent normal people, <laughs> but the point I'm getting at is, don't be afraid to reach out, share your stories, yeah. or ask questions, or become a part of the the next two years of our yep. journey. Yeah. Collaborate with us. Do it. Thanks, guys. That's a wrap. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us on this 50th episode of Country Creatives Podcast. The podcast was conceived by the amazing Reese Handy and Caleb Maxwell and is produced by me, Amy Chapman, with loads of support from the Emporium Creative Hub in Mitchell Street, Bendigo. If you've loved what you've heard and you want to make sure that you are first in line to hear any new episodes, please do like or subscribe to us on your favourite podcasting platform. As we mentioned during the episode more than once, we do love hearing from you so much. So please do get in contact via the website, countrycreatives.com.au or jump on Instagram, country underscore creatives. We'll have a brand new episode for you in two weeks' time. Until then, stay super creative and you'll be hearing from us soon.